Hey buddy, welcome back to the Results Coach Podcast. Today's episode has been a work in progress since May. And I would love to say it's been a work in progress because of, I don't know, perfection or editing or really awesome sound effects or because I'm going to have some like awesome guest on here. But no, no, it has been because it has triggered me. And because it's triggered me, I have used every excuse in the book to not get it done. Um, I've hidden behind, oh, this isn't good enough. Now, you may or may not know this. I don't edit any of my episodes. I do it in one take. And the reason for that is I feel like we live in too polished and edited of a world. And I know as a woman, as, as a mother, that when you look to when you look to things and all as you see is polished and filtered, you're like, I'm never going to live like that. That will never be me. And I want to connect with you on realness and realness is me making a mistake or saying the wrong word or I don't know, hiccuping or something. Um, But I suddenly was like, I'm hiding behind perfection and this isn't good enough and I'm not going to put this out there. And in light of the Gabby Petito case and everything circulating with, with that and the speculation that her fiance was a narcissist and she was a very abused individual. And I don't know if any of these things are true whatsoever, but if they are or were, or if they're just even opening the dialogue to that, let's take that opportunity to have some conversation. And for me, I want to help you be empowered as I've helped myself be, be empowered. And so on that note, welcome to, do you want to stay a victim or do you want to be straight up empowered? About a year and a half ago, I had made a post on my Instagram and I was referencing this new trend that was popping up everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That hashtag narc trend, hashtag divorcing a narc, hashtag narc abuse, hashtag co-parenting, pick a word, put narc with it, hashtag everywhere. Now, I hate to call it a trend because narcissistic abuse is so incredibly real. If you've been there, you know it. But I don't want to gatekeep. So we're not going to talk about all the people who have been misusing it. Let's, we're just going to talk about us. Okay? So but let's just say for argument's sake, it is real all of the time. And that you were the victim of narcissistic abuse. The only question I have for you, and you're the only person that can answer it, is do you want to stay there? And believe me, I get it. I get it too much. I get it more than I care to admit. For a long time, and you can still catch me feeling this sporadically, (laughs) I thought that I must have a bright red light attached to my head that sent out some laser beam to the furthest corners of the world, accompanied by like the highest pitch sound that not even a dog could hear, because that seemed to be the only logical explanation as to why a narcissist could find me no matter what I was doing, right? I mean, what other logic is there? That's it. Just the high beam. Um, Now, I am coming at you as a lifestyle results coach. I am not a mental health professional, anything. I am a card-carrying lifetime member of this club that I would have rather not belong in, and this is how I have helped myself. Now, I, truth be told, I don't even like to discuss the abuses that I have allowed or endured because now it makes me feel weak and disempowered. And if you follow me on anything, those are two things I am not a fan of. And I decided years ago, no more, (laughs) no thanks, all done. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, see you later. Now, don't get me wrong. I did a lot of this work with a therapist and I suggest that you do if you're in a place of needing help. But I have done about 10 times the amount of work on my own through finding awareness, And taking action because one day I had enough of the why me? Why me? Why again? Oh, you know, always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I started asking myself, what is it about me that attracts in this personality? 
Because guys, let's be real for a minute. This isn't about blame or shame. It's about awareness and action. So if a relationship is two people and I can only control my half of that, I again had to ask myself, what is it about me? Because I don't control the other person, right? So what is it about me? And then I asked myself, why do I seem to think so little of myself that I continue to allow this? Do I not think I deserve better? And as soon as I began making me the focus of this relationship, the stronger and more empowered I became almost instantly. And I want to highlight almost. When I became aware, it, it immediately opened up my vision but it didn't instantly change my circumstances. But instantly, I felt like there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Not all darkness, and that's a a big distinction. And I learned to ask for help. Friends, make sure you know who you're asking. (laughs) Um, I had to ask the police, I had to ask therapists, lawyers. I had to ask all sorts of people for help, and that was the first time I was really pushed into asking people for help. I then had to audit my circle. Where else is this present? Because let's be real, if it's present in one aspect of your life, it's quite likely present elsewhere. And then I had to make the necessary changes, kind of right away. (laughs) I went, I did a deep dive inward because I knew I needed to heal, to grow, to get what I saw other people having. You know, the things that were meant for others, but not meant for you, because, you know, it never went that way for you. If you've been here, you know exactly what I what I just said. I, I learned that I needed to stack the deck to get empowered. I needed to stack my deck in my favor to get empowered. Because if there is no awareness and if there is no action, is being or feeling empowered real? Or is that just a house of cards? And the slightest breeze will knock over a house of cards. Now, my therapist has said to me once that after a situation that he was in that was similar to mine, Moving forward, he believed the first red flag he was shown, and he didn't stay around to be proven right. Can I tell you how uncomfortable I was when he said that to me? (laughs) Because I thought, how many times have I done that? How many times have I ignored these ginormous red flags that were like, they weren't just waving in my face. I think that they were like hitting me in the head. And it was always like, well, I'll try one more time, or hopefully things will get better, or things will be different. Um, I'll tell you what. If you were sitting around hoping that things are going to change, hoping doesn't fix anything. (laughs) If we are hoping someone will change, we have given away our divine power. We have given that away, hoping that someone else changes. Now, if you don't know your worth, that only sounds bad. And don't get me wrong. It also feels bad, but the feeling is kind of comfortable So it's not abnormal to feel that way. So it really only sounds bad until you up your sense of worthiness. When you have increased your sense of worthiness, holy cow, you'll be like, next, see you later, out of here, bye-bye. Now, I work this every day, every single day. I have to. I was raised in it. I was raised by it. So allowing it is a super easy, slippery slope. It's just easy. I'll just be straight with you. It is so easy to allow it back in. But what can you do? Well, let me share with you what I did. I started saying I or me. I need help and found a therapist. 
I am worthy of a healthy and loving relationship. If I hadn't believed that before, I didn't think that. I am forgiving myself for allowing or welcoming things that didn't serve me because I didn't know better. I want to be joyful, happy, and kind. And then here's the big question. This is the biggest one. And journal this out, you guys. Journal, journal, journal. See a therapist, see a therapist, see a therapist. (laughs) What is it about me? What is it about me that is bringing this in? And it probably started, or for me anyway, in childhood. So it is so normal. And then I had to own that, oh my God, that is not normal. Just because you were raised with something being normal does not mean that is the definition of normal. So I had to rewrite what normal looked like. And then that was uncomfortable. But that just takes practice, okay? That just takes practice. Look to see where else it's present in your life. What changes can you make here? Start with boundaries. And I know it's uncomfortable. (laughs) I know it's uncomfortable. But if you don't know what else to do, start with boundaries. Because boundaries are great for having the trash let itself out, right? The narcissists, people who thrive off of you not having boundaries will be the first ones that will challenge them and they will come at you for your boundaries. But then when, when you hold them, they leave. Now, if the household trash would let itself out, now we're really onto something. But really, hold that boundary and you'll see how they exit. And while you might have been a victim, choose not to live there. So remember, just because you're going to decide to be empowered and not live as a victim doesn't mean you weren't a victim of abuse. It just means you were changing your mindset to be empowered and to move forward from it. So for me, I have no more why me. I prioritize myself. Find more hobbies that bring you joy and excitement. And guys, you might have to like eat, pray, love this. You might not even know how you like your eggs cooked because you have been so busy walking on eggshells that you haven't even thought for yourself in a very long time. And again, never ever be afraid to ask for help. The first time I did a few years ago, it changed my life and maybe it even saved it. I had gone my whole life without asking for it. And when I did, it showed up. And yes, it was paid for help, a lawyer, police, therapists, so on and so forth. But that was exactly what I needed. I didn't need a girlfriend to commiserate with. I needed actual help. I needed someone who was going to help me be safe, not bitch about it. I needed help. And so when I asked, holy cow, there they were. Years of abuse will leave, will absolutely leave us a shell of ourselves, but oh, holy hell, if Humpty Dumpty can be put back together again, I knew that I certainly could be too. And now I love my scars. The work continues. My journey continues. And most importantly, life continues. And for me, it now continues as an empowered woman. And I just want to circle around one more time. If you need help in this exact moment, reach out to your local police department, get your therapist, find your lawyer, but go to the police, 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 if you are in need of help right now. If we have not learned anything of the current events, you don't always have till the next day to get the help. So don't wait on it. But if you were through it, if you were not in an emergent situation right now, give yourself the time to heal so that you can be your most empowered self. All right, guys. I don't know that this was as good as I wanted it to be, but it is what it is right now. And I need to get this posted because I need to 
I need to get this out there for myself. This, this is a growing opportunity for me. And I hope that you take some of these action steps to grow for you. And uh, let me know. And if this was helpful to you, go ahead, screenshot it, share it up to your IG stories and tag me at Nicole Bembridge. I will see you guys next week.